When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next guest, what a great guy. He's uh, an American physician. Of course, he works with the NYU Langone Medical Center and a big-time Fox News contributor. And again, as I mentioned, great guy. Let's bring him in, Dr. Mark Siegel. Mark, good morning to you, sir. You know, something, guys, you, you think that I'm an expert only in, uh, in the New York Knicks. But I want to tell you, I also wrote two or three books on fear. And that's relevant today because of all the fear that that Vladimir Putin is trying to generate in the world and how Zelensky is the anti-fear guy. He's with his flak jacket and his and his humor. And he's almost like Sid and Bernie, the way he's acting. I mean, (laughs) the way he's the way he's saying, I don't want to ride. I want ammunition. I mean, he's he's sending such the right note to the world of courage. People are comparing him to Winston Churchill. But the main thing is that he that he's cutting through our fear. He's cutting through our fear. The world has a, a voyeuristic fear when we see all this on social media, when we when we watch it on cable news, when we're reading constantly about war and the big mean bear of the Russian army. And then there's Zelensky standing up to fear, and the world is galvanizing around this man. You know, it's funny you should uh, bring that up, because before we get into the uh, criminally incompetent CDC and their new guidelines and the mask mandates and all that, I was going to ask you about the Ukraine because you actually I follow, I follow you on Twitter and you opine on Twitter about it. And you mentioned the uh, the Klitschko brothers, of course. But uh, not only is Zelensky and what he's done to galvanize world uh, world support behind him and the Ukrainians, also the Ukrainian people. I mean, unbelievable courage in the face of, uh, you know, such deprivation and death that they're facing. I mean, him and them, don't you think? Yeah, completely agree. They're 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 where he's gathering his strength from, and they're gathering their strength from him, and that's the whole way that it goes. It's you have two choices in the world. By the way, let me give you the technical explanation for this. Hopefully, this won't be too much information. But actually, the most powerful parts of our brain are the emotional brain, and the emotional brain, the amygdala, the frontal lobe of the brain, prefrontal lobe. This is where both fear and love go through. This is where fear and courage go through. You can't be afraid and, and, and courageous at the same time. You're showing bravery. You can't be afraid. The exact same part of the brain. If you're showing kindness and caring, you can't be afraid. So those positive emotions replace the negative emotions. So in a way, it's good that that, 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 that little country has a comedian leading it because he, he knows the power of humor as well as the power, mm-hmm. apparently, of bravery. You started the conversation by talking about not only do you know about the Knicks, and I want to thank you again. Me and Gabriel had the nicest time yesterday. Those are great seats, your seats. We loved it. We thank you time and time, uh, time, and time again at the Garden. By the way, I'd be fearful that the Knicks are going to stink for a long time. That'll be my fear when it comes to the Knicks. Not really analogous to what's going on war in Ukraine, but uh, they got taken to the woodshed in the fourth quarter by the 76ers yesterday because that is a talented team, and we are not. But getting back to the matter at hand. Oh, but by the way, by the way, Sid, I knew that was going to happen, and I, I want to say, plead innocence here and say I sent you and Gabe not expecting a huge win, but because Gabe, you know, was really excited about going. He's a great, great guy. Thank you. And, and the Knicks, let's face it, when they threw up 
when they threw up the white flag with Kemba Walker and said, you know, we're never going to play him. They got nobody. They, they got, got nobody. nobody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, R.J. The... Barrett's a really good player, and Randall made the All-Star right. team last year, and they got some other guys. You know, I, I do like the kid quickly, but for the most part, you look at the talent on the other roster, it's not even comparable. But I do want to get to the game because, yes, Gabriel loved it. He thanked you time and time again. But at one point, he looked over at me and he said, Daddy, explain this to me. There wasn't one seat in that house yesterday at Madison Square Garden, 18,000 seats filled with Nixon 76ers bands. Not one band wearing a mask. Not one. 18,000. Yet, he went back to school today, and he had to wear a mask. He said to me, Daddy, can you explain that? And I said, no, I can't. <laughs> There's no explanation. Well, I, can't. <laughs> I can only explain that with one word, politics. I always like to say politics instead of health. You know what happened with these mandates is everybody knew they were going to have to fly and go away, but they set a date on them. So, and that date was like, let's see, you know, if we if that kind of cautiousness, be, be, staying behind the virus and staying ahead of it is what has cost us so much in terms of our mental and physical health here in this country. The timid, the timidity or what, let me look at my polls before I make up a, a medical decision. Can you imagine? But let me look at my polls and that, that we saw that play out in the state with with Governor Cuomo and the nursing homes. I don't know what happened to the Dr. Zucker, who was supposed to be advising him and has like 17 degrees. You know, he's been through every residency possible. But somehow, you know, we, we, we were sending people back to nursing homes that were COVID. And then we're busy masking up like mummies for months and months without any value. You know what the Knicks got right? They didn't get the team right, said Bernie. They didn't get the team right. Here's what they got right. That if you walk into that arena with a vaccination card or a, or a negative rapid test, the chances are extremely likely you're not going to spread anything, right. especially now that there's no virus around. Nope. And yet and yet right. and yet there's mask mandates in schools and those are hurting kids and they're hurting kids in terms of learning, in terms of socialization, uh, some kids in terms of asthma. It is so, so cruel. So, so cruel. It's a. Uh... I mean, I can't even uh, describe how outraged I am. And my kids are grown. They're not in school like Sid's kids. But if I had kids in school and these politicians and teachers unions were doing that to them, I mean, I don't know what I would do. I I would show up at these school board meetings and and make a a viral video uh, go, uh, you know, around the nation. But listen, Dr. Uh, Mark Siegel on the Bernie and Sid show, the CDC came out yesterday, speaking of mask mandates, and they revised their guidelines. Now, just conveniently, about two days before uh, Joe Biden gives his first State of the Union speech, what did they say, and are they following the science finally? What do you think the chances are that Joe Biden at the State of the Union burns his mask the way we used to burn bras back <laughs> yeah. in the 1970s? All right, speaking of politics. You've noticed that Biden sometimes forgets to wear the mask, even when he's at a, on a point of saying into a microphone that we should wear them, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, he like, does. Oh, that's yeah. about it. But, but, but I think the CDC guidelines, the key here is that they, sh- and I had some advance notice they were going to do this. They shifted over to focus on how full is a hospital and how severe is a disease rather than on mild cases and that's the right place to be. They should have done that weeks and weeks and weeks ago. I think maybe even at the beginning. Why focus on case numbers when it's when it's the number of people that are sick in the hospital that matter? And as soon as they did that shift, 
they were essentially backing get rid of the mandates, right. get rid of all the mandates, all the mandates that for once didn't mention who had been vaccinated. I'm a big vaccine advocate, as you know, but I've never thought the mandates work. So for once, the CDC went in the right direction. But the only, my, my only concern about that is the delay in getting there. And that's led, again, the fear idea that's led to people. I heard of a woman in Santa Monica yesterday who's been on the front lines as a dental hygienist taking care of people for the last two years but is afraid to go to the movies. Okay. I mean, how does that make any sense? Uh, listen, I still have a ton of people where I live on the Upper West Side. I'm leaving, thank God, in a couple of weeks, but been there for four years, and uh, they wear masks outside. Now, the older people, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're stupid, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're old people. When I see young people wearing masks outside, I want to punch them across the face, which I have to get past. But uh, <laughs> but on another note, uh, right here in New York, yeah. you're, <laughs> right here in New York, you're seeing there's this tug of war, Dr. Mark Siegel, when you consider the governor came out and said, as of Wednesday, you can take the masks off these kids in school, but the mayor, instead of following the state's, uh, you know, the decree, he says, no, 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 no. Let me see how the numbers are on Friday saying, hey, wait a second, I'm still the big penis in this town. So even now you've got Kathy Hochul and Eric Adams on different pages, even as we get ready to say goodbye to this nonsense. Actually, I think Kathy Hochul cost herself a lot with the with the hypocrisy of saying it was okay to rip to rip them off on businesses, but not in schools. So now she's finally coming around. But that hypocrisy clearly cost her re-election votes. And now Eric Adams is a big disappointment. I mean, he's a law enforcement guy. We thought we were going to get better. Well, he is better than de Blasio. But, I mean, remember de Blasio giving out free French fries from Shake Shack if he yes. took a vaccine? Yes. I mean, this is not much better. I think the kids in schools have suffered enough. I agree with you. I think it's time to remove these mandates. I, I'm surprised that he did that. And he's made a lot of moves that have surprised me so far. He can do better. I think he did it uh, because he wanted to say, hey, I run this city. I make the calls around here. I'm going to call. It's actually, uh, and I, I'm not going to be pushed around by some woman, unelected woman up in Albany. Uh, so a, a little, little bit of misogyny thrown in there as well. If, we, if I can take a page from the left's playbook and invoke well, that. But, uh, well, Dr. You know, Mark. Bernie, yes. I, I heard, I heard, uh, I heard. Uh, we just heard Sid saying it's a uh, a macho. I think he used a word I didn't know you could say on the radio. Swinging like, uh, penis. Yes, right. I did say penis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, indeed. No, it's true, and that that's exactly what uh, I think this is with Eric Adams. Hey, Doctor Mark Siegel, I do want to ask you this question: uh, with the Ukraine uh, crisis uh, brewing, I mean, these news cable news outfits—they're going twenty-four-seven live cover. This is a big deal. It's a huge, huge deal. And Joe Biden spent the weekend in Delaware. Now, my question to you is this. Based on that, based on the fact that we, we've seen him in action and he does really look like a zombie, like a vegetable, I mean, what do you think of his, his, mental, his ability to be the commander-in-chief of this country? Well, I think right now they're cloaking that. I think they have other people surrounding him trying to tell him what to do. I don't think he can stand up to Putin. I think that's one of the reasons we're in this mess. I think that that Trump did a much better job. Well, not much better job standing up to Putin. But I think I think that that Trump is right, that in this situation, we needed a leader that could stand up to Putin. No, not to scare Putin, because Putin is Putin is somebody that is just psychotic, I think. But but I think we're projecting weakness. I think we projected weakness back when when Putin took Crimea in 2014. And I think we're projecting big time weakness now. But as I said, the strength is coming out of Zelensky is coming out of people banding around him. Of course, Biden is not up to the task here. 
One more, about 60 seconds to go on a medical note. Uh, my partner here is battling prostate cancer, about as courageous as anybody, if not more than anybody I've ever seen do it. So, And I love him to pieces, and, and uh, Bernie's just such a tough guy. But I know that tomorrow, March 1st, is the beginning of Colon Cancer Awareness Month. Got a couple of buddies coming in tomorrow, me and Bernard, George and Stepano. They come in every year so people are aware of what's going on, uh, screenings, all the things you need to get. Talk a little bit about colon cancer and how that affects folks across this country. Most common uh, cause of, of cancer death in the United States, prostate cancer is up there. And, and Bernie is, is, a, is a really, as you said, a big hero for prostate cancer and for fighting it and, and for staying on, at work and for doing well. And I admire Bernie. I already admired him before for putting up with Imus, but I, but I, yeah. I admire him <laughs> tre- tremendously now. And uh, colon cancer, is, it's a simple one. We eat too much fat in our diet. That's the problem. We can screen colons. Guys, it's gotten a lot easier to get a colonoscopy than it used to be. I mean, literally, propofol, you don't even know you had one. I woke up, and I said, when's my colonoscopy? And they said, you had it already, and they fed me a cracker. And I said, what do you mean a cracker? It's Passover. What are you feeding the crackers for? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. You couldn't get matzah? So, yeah, I, I was, I'm still angry at, at the uh, gastroenterologist who's one of the top in the country. I said, that you had people giving out giving out uh, crackers on Passover. But seriously, the prep is much easier than it used to be. That's the whole deal. You know, that prep takes a couple of hours. You're ready. Get it over with. I think I think once every 10 years is probably not enough, by the way. I, I like to, to cut it between five and 10 years. Um, I have a quick funny story on that. I don't have enough time. But the top colonoscopist in the country was here in New York, and he was giving a talk with four other colonoscopers, and they all said they got their colonoscopy once every 10 years. He said, I say once every five years. And they said, why do you say once every five years? He says, the other four people on this panel come to me every five years, okay? Wow. Wow, that That's is a good story. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they say one thing and do another yeah. for themselves. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Dr. M- Mark Siegel, listen, Screening man. Screening is important. Oh, I'm sorry. Screening is—it's everything. If I had uh, gotten an early screening, I wouldn't be in this position right now. I must confess. Uh, so uh, I'm a walking example of get your screenings early, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Mark Siegel, you are a treat, a delight. We love you. You're so smart on the Bernie and Sid show. Thanks for appearing, and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. God bless, and, and Bernie, th- glad, so glad you're healthy and and and, and doing well. And, and Sid, I'm glad Gabriel enjoyed the game. I love Gabriel; he can go again soon. But Thank warn you. him they're not going to win. <laughs> he, he he actually got uh, he started thinking they were going to. They had a three point lead in the fourth quarter, but we did have a great time, and a memory we'll never forget. And we love you for that, Doctor Mark Siegel. As always, terrific job. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law dot com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.